Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Oh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Throw in some music. We can watch the game. Or we could keep it simple. Corona, la vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Grammar Girl here. Today, I'm inspired by a couple of listener questions. Hi, Grammar Girl. Uh, this is Katie. I was just wondering if you could touch on your, Y-O-U-R, and your, Y-O-U apostrophe, R-E. There's not a day that goes by that I don't see this grammar mistake. Thanks a lot. Katie called in a while ago, but recently Bill Mills made me aware of a weird ad campaign that seems to misuse the word your. So I decided it was a good time to tackle this topic. First, I think people get these two words mixed up for a simple reason. They sound the same. You just have to remember the difference. Your, Y-O-U-R, is the possessive form of you. Does this belong to you? Is this your strangely worded ad campaign? Your, Y-O-U-R. Your, Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, is a contraction of two words, you are. Remember that an apostrophe can stand in for missing letters. And in this case, it stands in for the missing letter A. It doesn't save much space, but it does change the phrase from two syllables, you are, to one syllable, your, so I guess it serves an honorable purpose. You're the best listeners ever. Your. Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Now that we have that squared away, you won't believe the ad campaign Bill pointed out to me. The company is Seagate, and the new tagline for one of its products is, you're on, but not you're on, Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, as you would expect, but rather you're on, Y-O-U-R, possessive, on. I have a screenshot at my website so you can see that I'm not making this up. Bill thought it was a typo, but I've worked in marketing before, and I know how many people have to sign off on something like this. So I figured the marketers must be trying to do something funky, such as make the word on a noun. As in, here, I have this on thingy for you. Wow, thanks, I've always wanted an on. Not wanting to unfairly malign Seagate, I asked them what they were thinking, and someone named Forrest Monroy was kind enough to reply. Here's his response. Your on is spelled this way to indicate that Seagate is your possessive access to being on. In essence, Seagate equals on. This version ties the connection more closely to Seagate as your access to being on, as opposed to the more traditional spelling of your on, which places the emphasis more closely on the consumer and away from Seagate itself. At which point, all I could really think was, huh, Really? Okay, if you say so. But there you go, Bill. It's not a typo. It's intentional. Now, because I'm Grammar Girl, I feel as if I should get riled up about this twisted use of the English language. But I found that I couldn't muster up much angst. Sure, Seagate might further confuse a few people who already get these two words mixed up. But I think they're much more likely to just elicit a bunch of quizzical responses from people who know the difference. Still, I felt guilty that I wasn't upset. That is, until one of my Twitter friends, Christiana Ellis, of Nina Kimberly the Merciless fame, called in with this comment. Worrying about marketing speak is like worrying about the finer points of pig Latin. 
<laughs> That's it. It's just marketing speak. And we all know it shouldn't be held up as a model of good language. It's the equivalent of expecting sports stars to be good role models for kids. You can argue that they should try harder, but get real. It's not going to happen. Marketing people are trying to get attention, and one way to do that is to push language past genteel limits. It's like getting upset about misspelled graffiti. Thinking about marketing speak got me thinking about neologisms, or words that are made up or assigned a new meaning. Marketing people do this a lot, but most of us make up words every once in a while or hear a new word that we like. Some of my favorite neologisms are blogosphere, which means all the blogs in the world, and McMansions, which refer to the cookie-cutter, supersized houses that you see in a lot of new subdivisions. They're both so evocative. I put out a call on Twitter to see what neologisms other people like, and these are some of my favorites. Hey, Grammar Girl, it's Wesley from Planet Retcon. I heard you had a call out there for people's favorite uh, neologisms. And uh, I just wanted to call you and tell you my favorite one, and the one I use almost daily, is automagical. It's, uh, it's a technical term that is itself kind of automagical. It's when you can't explain something to someone, either due to their ineptitude or your own, that happens on a computer that, you, that usually works correctly. You call it automagical. It's, uh, I've never had the, the second problem, by the way. I, uh, I always know exactly what my computers are doing, and my only problem is explaining them to people who can't understand what's going on behind the scenes. Thanks a lot. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Hi, Grammar Girl. It's Chef Mark from the Remarkable Palette podcast at remarkablepalette.blogspot.com. And I'm calling to share a neologism with you. And the word is locavore, L-O-C-A-V-O-R-E. And it refers to someone who eats a local diet, usually within a 100-mile radius. The new craze is to eat this 100-mile diet. You can find a lot more information at 100milemeals.net. So there's my neologism, locavore. Enjoy. If you come over to the website at quickanddirtytips.com, you can see more neologisms that people submitted, and you can add your own to the list. That's all. I'm seriously excited because my new audiobook is coming out on CD next week, July 24th. It'll be available in all the major bookstores, and you can already pre-order it online. If you're a teacher, a nice thing about having the audiobook is that you can use the lessons in class and not have to deal with the ads or announcements. On another note, almost all the old episodes are still in the podcast feed, but a few are missing and a lot of people have asked me where they are. The answer is that I took them down because I wasn't happy with the quality, and I'm waiting for the right time to rework each of them. You saw that a few weeks ago when I released the remastered Addictive vs. Addicting show, and eventually I'll get to the others. I don't want to re-release them all at once because I don't want longtime listeners to get bored. Finally, if you visit quickanddirtytips.com, you can find all of my contact information, read the entire transcript of this podcast, and add your own favorite neologism to the comments. While you're there, be sure to check out the other great podcasts, such as Mr. Manners. This week, he's talking about doggy manners, and I hope I don't see myself in any of his don'ts. Thanks for listening. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. 
With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.